Shalom of Racha Chevra. Hope everybody's doing well. Besiata Deshmaya. Excited to be jumping back into this series on introductory Breslov ideas uh, made possible by Living Breslov, who are very grateful to for this and everything else that they do to be Mekadish Shem Shemayim by sending out the Torah of the Tzaddik and making it accessible to so many people. What a schus that they have and what a privilege to be a part of it. So as we continue in the first theme that we've chosen to begin to explore on an introductory level the world and the universe of Rabbi Nachman, this theme of looking deeper, of oimek, of seeing beyond the surface, let's turn to Lekutim Aran Tarlamad Gimel. And again, we're only doing snippets, we're only doing small segments of much larger, longer lessons, and it's very hard to capture the, the, the grand beauty of Rabbi Nachman's Avoida in his Torah by just taking little pieces. So it's Kedai to always look up the source that we're learning from. We're just looking at things on an introductory level, but it's, it's really Kedai to, um, to, to get your hands on a copy of Lukute Maran in the, in the uh, Lashon HaKodesh original or in any of the translations online or in text in the actual Sefer. And, uh, and to look at the context is very important. Um, but just for the purpose of taking a look at another source, in Rabbi Nachman that deals with looking beyond the surface and not being fooled by what our eyes can see just on the external first perception of things, but to look deeper, like we learned from Torah Aleph, Kitzarech, Isha Yisraeli, right? We learned, Ki Isha Yisraeli, Tzarech Tamadli, Estakel Ba'aseichel, Sheyesh Bechal Davar. We have to look at what's beyond the surface and to pause and to reflect and to find the spiritual depth and the meaning that is to be found deeper than what our eyes are able to see on the surface. So says Rabbi Nachman over here in Tar Lamed Gimel, and each person needs to know that the whole entire earth is filled with the glory of Hashem. And Al-Pikabalah, is always connected to the concept of Malchus, which is con- which is connected to the concept of the Shechina, as we say, Baruch Shem Kevoid Malchusai. Malchus is connected to Kavod, and Malchus is synonymous with the Shechina, which we translate as the divine presence. And so here too, we can define this word Kavod as presence. Shemaloi Aretz Kevoidai. The whole earth is filled with the Kavod of Hakadosh Baruch Hu, the presence of Hashem. We can sense His presence. And as the Zara Kadosh tells us, there's no place that's devoid of His presence. Vium and Malikal Almin, also from the Zayar. Hashem fills all worlds with Soiviv Kal Almin and surrounds all worlds. Hakadosh Baruch Hu is everything, and everything, everything is folded up within Hakadosh Baruch Hu. And even a person that's busy for the majority of his day, dealing with business, mundane business dealings, and not just stam mundanity, but among the goyim, among the nations of the world, in unholy environments or environments that are completely focused on Olam Rabbi Nachman says, a person is not able to excuse himself and to say, I can't serve Hashem because I'm surrounded by so much physicality. I'm surrounded by so much that goes contrary to a life of Kedusha, to a life of Ruchnias, to a life of striving to connect to what's beyond the surface. I can't. I'm always surrounded by people that are that are physical, that are oriented physically, that 
only think about this world and gaining in this world and that success means to amass whatever kind of this worldly possession the people are after, I can't. Rabbi Nachman says you cannot excuse yourself by saying that. Because Chazal have already revealed to us that in every physical thing and beyond just the physical things that were surrounded by the physical circumstances and settings, but within all of the speech of the non-Jewish people that there are in the world, if you look deeper, you can find godliness echoing within their own expressions, even though they don't know it. Because if there wasn't divinity to be found there, with everything that the divine is, which is meaning and purpose and intentionality and love and warmth and vitality, without any of that, nothing in the world has any spark of vitality of being able to exist without the divinity Filling it, permeating it. Kemay Shekasav, as the Pasuk in Nehemiah tells us, Va'ata mechaya eskulam. HaKadosh Baruch Hu, you bring life to everything. Kulam. There's not one experience of our humanity in this world where we can argue that this place is mamish devoid of elukus. It's not possible. If it's here as a place, if it's here as something we're experiencing or something we're going through, something we're encountering, Hashem is to be found there. Sometimes HaKadosh Baruch wants us to delve deeply within that thing and discover Him and find HaKadosh Baruch Hu's presence to connect Him through that thing. And sometimes HaKadosh Baruch Hu is in that thing, bringing it to being because He wants us to turn away from it. And that's what's called Asr. That's what's called in the Tanya, the Shalish Klipas Hatmeis Legamri, those things that are bound to the side of the Sitra Achra. But many, many, many things in the world, certainly the mitzvah, certainly things that are overtly holy, but the majority of living, which is pariv, which is called in the Tanya Klipas Noigats, just in between. So over there, if it's there in the world, we have an opportunity to elevate it. We have an opportunity to look deeper beyond the surface and to find how this can itself represent an opportunity to connect to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Va'ata mechaye eskulam. It's true that the measure of Elokus that's in that place is constricted. It's hidden. Who gives just enough energy in that place for the thing to exist. Nothing more. Because it's true, HaKadosh Baruch Hu conceals his Elokus, he constricts it, he, he, he encloses himself with levushim, garments on top of garments, from the first point of HaKadosh Baruch Hu desiring in his mind to create the world until the most physical aspect and element of the most, of the, of the, most corporeal point in the created world, Shashamidara Klipas, where over there, there's many, many, many Klipas, external shells that conceal the divinity. And the deeper you go within the chain of emanation, the chain of creation, and things become, HaKadosh Baruch Hu's presence becomes more and more concealed. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is concealed with greater and greater degrees of concealment with all of these different garments. That's true. It might be hard to find. 
He says, this is what Chazal revealed to us and opened for us a gate to look beyond the physical world where we see it's just a wall. No, Chazal opened up a portal that enables us to live in this physical world, but to see every moment of life as an opportunity to connect to that which is beyond the wall. He is a oimid achar kaslenu. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is behind the wall. Peering from between the cracks. So Rabbi Nachman says the Chazal opened up for us a Pesach. For the wise one to know and understand. That in every physical thing there's Hashem. There's Elokus V'chiyusai. And Hashem's energy. Hashem's life force. And here is where Chazal tell this to us when they hint. Based on the Pasuk that says that the tefillin should be between our eyes, or in the space on the head that's aligned between the eyes and the forehead. Say Chazal, what's the strange word, what does it mean? So Chazal say it means double, doubled over, it should be folded over twice. Say Chazal, this word tat, which is the beginning of the word means two in kaspi, pass which is the second part of the word, pass, is ba'afrikeshtayim. In this language, Afrike, African, means two. And that tells us that the tefillin shal have four compartments, lahidia. And Chazal were telling us that the Torah itself incorporates the lashonis of the akum. The Torah itself contains within it what would appear to be unholy speech to tell us there's no such thing. There's a locus within everything. In all the languages of the world, if you look deeper, you can find some echo of Kedusha there. Some mem- some mention, even though, again, it's unconscious. This is what Erb Tzadik refers to as the piha asain, the mouth of the donkey that was created in the in the Sheishis Me'abreshis in Bein Hashemashes. The Mishnah tells us the piha asain was created, which on a simple level refers to the talking donkey of Bilam. But Rabbi Tzaddik says it goes deeper than that. Any experience of an asain, which is an impure animal, a donkey, a lowly donkey, piha asain. We have to listen carefully because Hashem is sending us messages through all the asainos, through all of the donkeys, through all of the those, those experiences that may seem to be unholy. We have to develop the eyes to look deeper and to believe that there's a locus within everything. There's a message for us. There's an opportunity of finding Hashem, seeing a reminder, a remez, a street sign, pointing us in the direction of Kirva Salikim Li Taif. There's something there for us. And that's why Rabbi Nachman says in Sichas around Sapru Bagoyim Kevoidai, which literally means that we should tell of Hashem's glory to the non-Jews, says Rabbi Nachman, Sapru Bagoyim. If we listen deeply to the stories that are told over by the Goyim, Sapru Bagoyim, even the non-Jewish Sipurim, the folk tales that are told over, Kevoidai. You can find Hashem's presence there too. There's got to be some divinity there that's bringing it to life and therefore we can look deeper and find HaKadosh Baruch who echoed even within the most inane and mundane non-Jewish secular discussion about about the things that are furthest removed from Kedusha. You can find a hint for Kedusha there too, a remez, a mashal, something. Something to remind you of Hashem to bring you closer to Him. There's a Shemevi bi Yishalmi. With this, Rabbi Nachman ends this section. And he brings from the Yishalmi. If a person asks you, where is your God? 
Taim Allah, you should answer him. I mean, what would you think to answer him? You would think to answer the, in the base Madrash or in the Shul or at the Kaisel or the Makam Mikdash. No, Taim Allah, you answer this person. Bikrach, Gadol Shebaraymi. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is in the greatest metropolis in Rome. Shenemar, as the Pasuk says, Eli Kaire, HaKadosh Baruch Hu calls to me, Me Seir, from Seir, which is, of course, associated with Esav, and that is the headquarters of Rome. And we say to this person, Hashem is found in the most dark, physical, lowly place. Bikrach, Gadol Shebaraymi. That's where Hashem is. A fascinating thing, says Rabbi Nachman. Look deeper into this Gemara itself. Nimso we find, what's this person really asking? Who is this person? Says Rabbi Nachman, he assumes that it's a Jewish person. And if the person is asking, where is your God? So like the Russia from the Manashtana, says Rabbi Nachman, this person clearly is in a very low spiritual state. Like the Russia at the Manashtana, who removes himself from Am Yisrael, saying, where is your God? Mashma that he feels that he's so disconnected that Hashem is not his God anymore. He's asking you, not Stam, where is your God? He's asking, am I still connected to Hashem? Is Hashem within me too? Vinid because it appears to this person, that in his place, that he's gone too far. And that a Kaddish Baruch who is not found within him anymore. That's the depth of his question. He's saying, I'm in such a lowly place that I don't even consider myself to be connected to Am Yisrael anymore. Please tell me, is Hashem still with me? So Rabbi Nachman says, this is what you answer him. Not Stam, you're answering him in the greatest metropolis in Rome. You're answering his very question as it relates to himself. And we're telling him, yes, even in your place, even on your madriga, that right now you're in a very lowly state. And right now Hashem is very concealed from you. There too, you can look beyond the surface of how things appear externally and you can find HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Because HaKadosh Baruch Hu brings life to everything. As the Pasuk says, Everything, everything, everything in life is brought into existence by the divinity within it. We just need to develop the eyes of the tzaddik like we learned in Asan Einav Boy to look beyond the surface and to find it. You can connect to Hashem from your very place. It's not too late, we tell this person. You can do tshuva. The way Rabbi Nachman read this Gemara, it's unbelievable. Right? It's mamash, a local conversation with this very person vis-a-vis -vis his own circumstance. And we're telling him, Hashem is with you too. Hashem is not far from you. It's just there are so many barriers in between. So start to remove the barriers. But a Kaddish Baruch whose light is always shining upon you. And it's just those klipas that are casting the shadow. But Hashem is always there. Like the Ma'ari Naim says, You who are connected to Hashem, you are truly living today. Says the Ma'ari Naim, it's a question and answer. How do we know that we're connected? to Hashem. We want to know, is Hashem still with me? Am I still connected to Hashem? And the answer is, well, you're living, aren't you? 
If you're alive, then then you know you're still connected to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We should merit to develop these eyes that the Tzadik is trying to gift us to be deep people, to look beyond the surface of every circumstance and never to use the excuse, ah, I'm so cut off from Hashem, I can't serve Him. No, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is there too. Hashem is there. His presence fills everything. And it's just a matter of developing the subjective eyes that can that can be able to grasp and perceive the objective reality of a Kaddish Baruch Hu's presence. We should be zaychet We're looking forward to the next time that we're able to learn together. We see Kaltev, thanks for listening.